Hello, everybody, and welcome to the new week edition of the All Sports Podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. People call me JR. So let's just get to it. I want to welcome everybody to the third week. I want to thank everybody who has been supporting the show, who has been tuning in, who's been listening. You know, thank you guys so much for uh, just giving me a chance and taking time out of your day to uh, hear me babble. So (laughs) here we go. As always, I like to start off with promos. So the first one, Happy Hippie Massage. If you are in the Roland Heights area of California, uh, Happy Hippie Massage, you can find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. So you can message her for any rates, prices, any questions on what she does. So if you guys want to get your body right, you want to get your mind right, Happy Hippie Massage. Next up, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional hard money loans. They help people refinance their homes. You can find them on Facebook under under the Andrew Caseta Home Mortgage Group. And if you guys have any questions, you can email my good friend Jay Avalos at PEMTG.com. That is J-A-V-A-L-O-S at P-E-M-T-G.com. Next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is an amazing t-shirt designer. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. She ships nationwide. So if you guys have a cool t-shirt design you guys are thinking about doing, whether it's for a family reunion, uh, graduations, birthday parties, any type of party, uh, custom sports t-shirts, whatever it may be. Custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. And lastly, we got Eposki. They are a custom cup company. You can find them on Instagram. They ship nationwide as well. That is Eposky, E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. So shoot them a message for rates, prices. They'll help you design. They'll help you help you every step of the way to uh, get your uh, cup, your custom cups. So... Let's do this, guys. So it is the third week, and we have a busy Monday today. So first up, that Monday Night Football. Kirk Cousins finally did it, ladies and gentlemen. He finally got his first win on Monday Night Football. He has a new whopping record of one win, nine losses, going for 292 yards and two touchdowns, both of them going to Adam Thielen. And the rookie wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, is... Amazing again. Eight receptions, 135 yards. Uh, they were killing it. They killed it today. Uh, they did botch that extra point. Dalvin Cook, kind of a non-factor today, but it was enough to get Minnesota the win, 19-13 over the Chicago Bears. Uh, look, the Bears just, <laughs> they're a mess. They are a mess. And just looking at that defense, you can tell. All that money they spend on that defense doesn't mean a damn thing. If <laughs> the offense keeps, you know, you know, in a nicer way, crap in the bed. Uh, Nick Foles, 106 yards, one interception. He had to leave the game off a stretcher. They don't know from what I heard last watching Bear Nagy on SportsCenter right now. It was either a leg or a hip injury. And everybody else was just kind of, you know, flat. The only exciting thing out of Chicago's offense or Chicago's team at all was special teams. That 104-yard return by Cordell Patterson seems like he does this on a daily basis now. 
uh, kick return touchdown. After that, it was just field goals for them, and that's just pretty much the Bears, you know, in a nutshell. They have a good defense. They can hold teams to uh, under points. It's just that offense is just a bleemic to watch. Whether it's Nick Foles, whether it's Mitchell Trubisky, it's a bleemic. It is a terrible quarterback room. There's no running back. The offensive line is in shambles. The Bears really, you know, you look at it now. At the first year of Khalil Mack trade between the Raiders, you know, the Bears look like they won that trade. Oh, the offense is well enough as long as the defense keeps holding them down. Well, in the, def- the first year when Mack was there, you can tell they look like they won the trade. You know, then the Raiders went on to select the guys with their picks we all know how that turned out. It turned out to be uh, Josh Jacobs, who, if the Bears would have kept that pick, he probably would have been a Bear by now. Probably would have helped the running game, but he is now a Raider. And, you know, they got Jonathan Abram, Clee Farrell. You look at all these picks that they got out of them, Trayvon Mullen, Henry Ruggs, Damon Arnett, and now you look at the team's three, what is it, three seasons now after the trade, the Bears are going one direction, the Raiders are going in another. The Raiders are six and three. The Bears are five and four. And look, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Khalil Mack looks at himself sometimes in the mirror and says, Man, I would take a lot less money now if it meant watch it. Because he sees everybody sees everybody play. No matter what they say. I'm pretty sure he's looking at that Raiders offense and he's like, Man, I could help that defense out a lot. I can help that defense. There's some talent there. There's some talent. And all they had to do, you know, just kind of wait a couple years. But it looks like now, I'm calling it now, the Raiders won this trade. They don't have to pay anybody big time money. The Raiders are winning. And they're winning with guys under very small rookie contracts. They're winning with guys who are just as beat up as the Bears with offensive line. But they're winning. I mean, the Raiders are winning games with Brandon Parker and Sam Young as your tackle. The Bears are just in shambles right now. And they're stuck with Mac for another season. <laughs> they can't cut him. They're stuck with him for one more year. So with, with the Vikings, it's another good win. They're in the hunt of the playoffs for the Bears. They're slipping away. It's becoming clear and clear. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It's not going to help. There's no running game. Even with David Montgomery back there, there's still no running game. And he's probably their best running back, and he was inactive today due to injury. And it is what it is for the Bears. They they have to kind of just lie in wait. They have to kind of lie in wait. They finally get a first round this draft, but they're looking at the first rounders that they gave up to the Raiders. And then the Raiders even had to give them a second round this, you know, this draft class, they give him a second rounder, and it's the tight end. And I think so far, he's only, I think they said it today, he only has like nine catches throughout the year. So, yeah, it's clear to me now, the Bears have, a Khalil Mack by himself is a way better defense alone than the Raiders. But as far as the team-wide goes, yeah, the Raiders won this trade. It's looking more and more that the Raiders are winning this trade little by little. So, you say what you want, Bear fans. Oh, well, Khalil Mack has more sacks than the Raiders. All right, that, that might be true. 
But man, when Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker have more rushing yards in one game, <laughs> in one game that you guys had in the last three, I've it's pretty hard to argue with that. So good luck, Chicago. Good luck, the rest of you. And then, you know, moving on, uh, we got some baseball news. So this kind of happened Friday night, but Miami, the Miami Marlins have a new general manager named Kim NG. And this is this is amazing. This is one of those amazing topics, you know, I'm glad I get to talk about because it doesn't very happen very often where a woman gets put in really high power positions in anything, whether it's work or, you know, professional sports, but she, you know, she's got a very top job, the new Miami Marlins general manager. And I know you guys are thinking, well, especially some of the guys, you know, out there that are still stuck in the old ways. But that's another topic for another day. You know, who is she? Well, let me tell you who she is. Her name is Kim NG. She started out as an internship for Major League Baseball after she graduated college. She has 30 years experience in Major League Baseball. For the first job that she had, she was an intern for the Chicago White Sox from 1990 to 1996. Then, in 1998 to 2001, she was a player developmental uh, personnel for the New York Yankees, who ended up winning a couple World Series for her. Then, for the most of part of her career, she was with the L.A. Dodgers from 2002 all the way to 2011. And then, just recently, from 2011-2020, she was in the uh, commissioner's office for the Major League Baseball from 2011-2020, her resume is impressive. Eight postseasons, six league championships, and three World Series. Now, I know, I know it's going to be weird for some of you old timers that have a funny way of not trying to get rid of tradition in baseball. Get used to it. All right. Look, baseball's changing, it's changing quick. And, you know, for the people that still believe in tradition of why is there a pitching clock? You know, pitchers shouldn't be rushing. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of it either. But analytics are becoming a big part of this game. They're going to stay for a while. They might stay a long time. And now you got, you know, women who are getting hired for high positions. And this is impressive. This, to me, is amazing. It's amazing because Miami is taking a chance on a person who, in my opinion, is overqualified for this job. She's going to do great. She's going to do amazing. Looking at her resume, 30 years, she knows the game in and out. She knows the game that most of us fans know. She probably has forgotten some part of the game that most of us fans know. You know, for you old-timers out there that are saying, well, this is going to blow up, you know, look. If you're really upset that a woman is taking power of position in a professional sports league, look in the mirror and slap what you see. Because you guys are what's wrong with this country. Talking about that women shouldn't be this or that. Are you kidding me? She's super qualified for this job. And I wish her all the best. Now, except when she plays the Angels, 
But other than that, I wish her all the best. I do. Because she deserves it. She's been waiting 30 years for a gig like this. She didn't have to take it. I'm pretty sure there was other people just as qualified. But she likes challenges. That's the one thing about Miami. They're on, they're on the up and up. But they need a little bit more help. So what do they do? They bring in a woman with a lot of experience in baseball. She knows the ins. She knows the outs. She knows the players. She knows the agents. She knows everything. She knows way too much. And that's what comes with it. 30 years experience, guys. Started off with the White Sox. Just ended her reign with uh, uh, the commissioner's office. And she's won. And she's still won, guys. So, for me, this was an amazing hire. And for women out there that are listening to this show, that do listen to this show, and for the women out there that are mothers, that have daughters, show them this. Show them that, hey, this, you know, if there's any little girl out there, there's any woman out there that has any doubt that they can be anything that they want to be, show them this. Show yourself this. This is just one step. This is the first step of many. That women can be anything they want. And I'm glad Miami's taking this chance. I'm, Miami is that organization that needs to take this chance. And they're getting a great one. So it's going to be really amazing to see how this works out. And she's got a challenge. She's got a challenge with Miami. But if I believe if anybody can turn this team around... It's uh, Kim NG, and I wish her the best, <laughs> and good luck, and we'll see how this goes. You know, I'm sticking to baseball. The 2021 Hall of Fame uh, baseball class was announced today. 25 nominees from Manny Ramirez, Barry Zito, uh, Kurt Schilling, Tory Hunter, just a lot of good names, a lot of good names. But three names in particular came up today. Three names. Barry Bonds. Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa. Guys, for the Baseball Hall of Fame Committee, give it up. Put them in the Hall of Fame already. Just put them in. First of all, it's a joke. The Baseball Hall of Fame is a joke. I mean, it's a joke. There's a cartoon in there that's in the Hall of Fame before three great players who gave everything to the game is in the Hall of Fame. So the Baseball Hall of Fame is a joke. Uh, it's, you know, I'm glad that there's some people from, you know, all across, you know, the media that did have a vote, gave up their vote, and they tell you, they're going to tell you the same thing I'm telling you right now. It's a joke. It is an absolute joke. The Baseball Hall of Fame is a joke. It doesn't go, you know, hand in hand, you know, Baseball Hall of Fame and you know, the Major League Baseball itself. But here's the problem with MLB. If you're going to allow the Houston Astros to cheat, to steal signs, steal championships, steal series, and steal the fans, what we really wanted to see, and you're not going to punish them for that, then Baseball Hall of Fame Committee, you got to let these guys in. I know. They cheated the game. I get it. Barry Bonds, Roger, Sammy, they all cheated the game. But so did the Astros. And so did many other players before the Astros and so many players after. 
here's the thing about baseball, guys. I am about to turn 30. My whole life with baseball is there's always something. There's always a scandal when it comes to baseball. If it's not teams throwing away the World Series, it's, you know, players, you know, giving up the games, it's steroids. Then if it's not steroids, it's illegal bats. Then if it's not illegal bats, it's illegal pine tar, whatever it is to get a pitcher's advantage. After that, it's it's umpires, you know, willingly, admittingly. To calling games differently because they place bets. Players placing bets. You know, Pete Rose. He's the poster child for it. He should be back in baseball royalty. If if you're going to let the Astros cheat, Pete Rose should be back into the Hall of Fame as well. And if it's not players betting on games, it's teams stealing signs. And listen, I know the Astros aren't the first team to steal signs. It's, I mean, if you really believe that, then, you know, I got a bridge for you in Brooklyn I want to sell you. Teams have been doing it for years. It's just they're the ones stupid enough to get caught. All I'm saying is, if you're not going to punish the Astros for this, then you can't punish these guys for whoever took steroids during that era to not be in the Hall of Fame. It's a shame that the home run king is not in the Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens, who is one of the greatest pitchers to ever grace a pitching mound. Is not in the Hall of Fame. And Sammy Sosa, who gave us, you know, entertaining seasons after season after season, not in the Hall of Fame. If they don't vote him in this year, I don't know who else would, I don't know why some players would want to be accepted into that joke of a Hall of Fame. It's a joke, and I hope they do the right thing because <laughs> it's just time, guys. It's time. You know, baseball is nothing but controversy. We're still going to follow it, but it's getting really tiring, and it's really tiring hearing some of the old heads. Oh, well, you know, there was one game, Sandy, the Padres were... Tedis hit a grand slam home run when they were already up by so many. And uh, you hear the old heads in the back. Oh, well, that's just unwritten rules, you know. You can't do that when you're beating a team. And this is this is what's wrong with baseball. There's no entertainment. Here's the problem, guys. Baseball's an old game. These young guys, these young kids, they're not going to... The attention span is not there for a baseball game anymore. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people get hit looking at their phones instead of watching the game. Get hit by a foul ball because they were on their phones, not paying attention to the game. You got to make this game quick, guys. Home runs is the way to go, and if that means blowing out a team, hey, I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes sometimes. So we'll see what baseball does. It's going to be interesting to see who uh, who the finalists are, but if those three aren't in, then the Baseball Hall of Fame, you're just a big joke. Big, big joke. And lastly, uh, every week we do uh, best and worst of the week. Uh, we usually do three each, but because of, you know, everything that happened today and over the weekend with Monday Night Football, and, you know, we're going to recap the rest of the week. I only got one. 
or one for each category. So the wor- the let's do the worst. I always like to start off with the the bad part first. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. So the Music City Miracle wasn't enough for you guys. Now you had to give up a uh, Hail Mary touchdown to a guy who's probably not even six foot. And that's not even the worst part. He threw it to a guy who was not single covered, not double, triple covered. He was triple covered. Like Calvin Johnson. That is Calvin Johnson category. You triple covered him. And he beat you. He caught the ball in triple coverage, DeAndre Hopkins, to win the game for the for the Arizona Cardinals. And you're telling me, you're telling me he caught that in on three people. So first of all, Kyler Murray did the mistake because when you do a hail mary, you're trying to go for the guy who's on single coverage. He went to the guy that was triple covered. And he still caught it on Buffalo. Look, Buffalo could be leading the division right now. And I know Bill's Mafia is going to kill me. Like they always do. They always do. I'm telling you right now. (laughs) You guys better stop messing around. Miami's catching up. And what's the great thing for a young quarterback? When that defense for three weeks in a row now has blocked a punt, gotten a defensive touchdown, that's a scary thing. The Bu- Dolphins' defense is what we thought Buffalo's defense should be. So they're coming up. Miami's on the up and up. And if Buffalo's not too careful, watch out. Miami could actually take the division. And that's the sad thing. Miami could take the division. Good for them, but for Buffalo, with all this expectation of... We're going to run the East now and this and that. We got a great quarterback. You do. Not MVP. I think everybody should slow their roll now. Not MVP caliber. But a good one. You guys got a good offense now. And, you know, here in the offseason, we're going to get a top 10 defense. You'll be lucky if you guys finish in the top 15. Top 16. So, Buffalo, (laughs) I hope you guys... uh, you guys straighten up and tighten up some screws because Miami's coming and they look like they're not about to stop anytime soon. And the best, man, did you guys see these one these catches this week in college football and in the NFL? Well, for the NFL, we already talked about it. DeAndre Hopkins, that was an amazing, an amazing catch. For Texans fans out there, <laughs> yeah, you wish you still had that. Oh, yeah. I know every Texans fan saw that, and it's like, man, why why did we allow this? Why did Bill O'Brien allow this? Because he hates you guys. I think Bill O'Brien really hated the Texans. He hated the Texans so much that he wanted to implode before he got fired. I don't think he really liked being the head coach of the Texans. I'm going to be honest. This is me throwing conspiracy theories out there. I think he just wanted the job to make it look cool. But I'm going to be honest with you. When you give up a fourth round, when you give up DeAndre for only a fourth round pick, you hate your job, dude. You hate the organization. Let's cut the BS, dude. So, you know, I I think he really hated the Texans. So we'll see. But on the other one, if you guys don't, uh, didn't see it, go on YouTube. Go on YouTube right now or after the show and type in 
South Carolina wide receiver Shea Smith. That one-handed grab he did against Ole Miss. Oh, boy. That that was beautiful. That was... I've seen some pretty good ones. I've seen some pretty good one-handers. That's that's up there. That that's up there. That's how you open up a drive. That's how you score on the opening drive. Shea Smith from South Carolina, the wide receiver from South Carolina. That was that was awesome, dude. That that was the best highlight of the week. I can watch that over and over again. And to the point where it's like it sh- he shouldn't have probably caught it, but he did. And that that was beautiful. That was that was sweet. I'm speechless even like thinking about it right now. Just picturing it in my head and just replaying it in my head. Man, there's not a lot of people that can do that catch. And he did it. And that was that was awesome. So Shea Smith, best highlight of the week. So look at go on YouTube, type in South Carolina wide receiver, one-handed catch. You will not be sorry. It was amazing. So that's gonna wrap it up for today's episode. So tomorrow. It's going to be all NBA for the next couple days. We have a lot of NBA news to cover, especially with the trades going on right now. We just want to make sure that everything is set because there's trades that do happen and they don't go through and then they report it and then it it just looks bad. So we just want to make sure all these trades are went through by tomorrow. And then, you know, we're going to talk about um, Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. So Wednesday is going to be two shows. We're going to be doing two shows on Wednesday. The first one is going to be the recap of the NBA draft. We're going to recap all the draft picks. We're going to recap everything. Who won the draft? Who lost the draft? What's going to, you know, how do the teams look now? We're going to start looking into the NBA season. And also on Wednesday, we're going to be doing the uh, NFL weekly prediction show for this week's coming up games. And then Thursday, we're just... Back to normal, Thursday night recap, whatever else is going on in the sports world. And then hopefully we don't have the same problem like we did Friday. We can have a Friday show and then we'll be good to go. So other than that, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Let's close out this show by a couple promos. So the first one, Prime Equity Mortgage, they operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA. Conventional and hard money loans. They help people refinance their homes. Uh, you can find them on Facebook under the Andrew Caseta Home Mortgage Group. And if you have any questions, you can email my good friend Jay Avalos at PMTG.com. Again, that is J A V A L O S at PMTG.com. Next up, if you're in the Roland Heights area of California, Happy Hippie Massage is your one-stop shop for a great time massage. So you'll find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. Uh, you can message her to talk about rates, prices, the whole the whole shebang. So find her on Instagram, and she's a really good uh, person to deal with. So you want to get your body right, you want to get your mind right, Happy Hippie Massage. Next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is an awesome t-shirt designer you can find her on instagram and facebook she also ships nationwide so if you guys got a cool t-shirt idea from you know birthdays uh you know any type of party uh reunion family reunions weddings whatever the occasion may be maybe it's a custom sports t-shirt 
Custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. Last up, we got Eposki. They are a custom comp company. You can find them on Instagram. And they also ship nationwide as well. So if you guys got a cool cup idea, the holidays are coming, you want to give somebody a cup, you want to get your own. Uh, maybe you have a roommate that has <laughs> drinks all the cups and you just don't never have a cup for yourself. Eposky is your way to go. That is E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. Find them on Instagram, message them for rates, prices, and they'll help you every step of the way for your design. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in today that is going to listen today. I want to thank everybody that has been supporting me since day one. So let's keep it rolling, man. It's fun. It's fun talking to you guys. It's fun seeing the comments after the show. <laughs> you got some funny people. Or then you got some ones where, hey, man, it's just a joke. Calm down. It'll be all right. It's not forever. So we'll see how this goes. But other than that, again, tomorrow, all NBA. And same thing with Wednesday. But it's going to be two shows. So... It's, it's a long week, guys. It's going to be a long week, so bear with me. And hopefully you guys have fun as much as I do. So take care. Have a wonderful night. And we will see you guys tomorrow.